talking about chinuch. We're talking about uh, teaching our children to feel gratitude. And the first part of it we spoke about last time is the way to do that is by showing gratitude yourself. Because we said telling them from what they see, they copy. And if that's the, that's the way that their parents talk, and that's what they see is the right way to interact, I'll do the same. Whereas if we said last time, so if, the, if the parents feel entitled to demand their children's cooperation or help or participation, they're going to ask it in the demand, then the children will learn to speak the same way. And therefore, uh, come, w- approaching another person for something, what they're pleased and a thank you, and of the feeling of entitlement will teach them to, to respond and to act the same way. That's, all, that's the first point. And we said that my love teaching someone for gratitude is that that way it inspires other people to want to do to want to give and it creates more of a connection now there's a second aspect to this also like we said that the reason why people don't feel hakaris atav is because they feel that if they deserve they feel that it's something which is coming to them and therefore well, I have to be grateful for it of course you owe it to me you have to do it for me but this is indicative of a, we said there were two parts of the this is the second part I want to talk about today and that is a feeling like that is indicative of a bigger problem because a person who feels that I'm entitled to everything it's not just I don't feel gratitude I never enjoy it either because not any, I don't feel wow someone did something for me or it's, it's a privilege or it's a treat or it's something I look forward to no of course uh, it was always meant to happen and uh, if that's the case so even if I get everything I want but I get it in the sense of uh, I'm not grateful for it. It was mine. And I don't appreciate it because well, what's it to appreciate? Of course I should get it. And if a person gets into that mindset, so then you can offer them whatever they want, you can give them. They still won't, be, they still won't feel grateful. They still won't appreciate what they get. And therefore, it might sound controversial, I'm going to tell you, but uh, so I'll bring you my proofs for it. But first thing that we said, and therefore, sometimes it's not healthy to give a child everything he wants. Because it just makes a feeling of anything I want, I get. And therefore, of course, why shouldn't I get it? And therefore, sometimes to make boundaries and say, no, I'm sorry, you can't have that right now. For whatever reason, we'll talk about soon. And then that's the case. So then it's not everything's coming to you. Not everything you get just because you ask for it. Sometimes you have to work on something. Sometimes there's times when you're going to give you these things. Or whatever the case, or when you're ready for it. Or when you, as a reward for something. Whatever the case might be. And then... It's something which a person doesn't feel I get automatically or I deserve automatically. And the person will appreciate it more. In other words, let's take a simple example. I'm not talking about, obviously, the basic things a child needs. You can never, ever withhold basics from a child. If he needs food and if he needs clothing and if he needs the basic things that a child needs, of course, yes, that's your responsibility. As a parent, however good or bad or whatever the situation is, I can't can't let him go hungry. I can't not give him whatever the, the minimum requirements are. Bad things which aren't like that. Things which are extras. So then, for sure, it's sometimes healthy not to give a child everything he wants for his own benefit. In other words, if every time a child asks for any kind of candy, any kind of extras, any kind of ice cream, whatever it might be, and he gets it right away, he'll never appreciate it. Because of course, I just, it's always mine. I just to ask, I'll get it. And I deserve it. But if you say, no, we don't give you ice cream the whole time. Ice cream is reserved for Shabbos only. So then in Shabbos, he'll appreciate it. Because it wasn't something which is always there and always available to him. No, it's something which is it's a special treat for Shabbos. And if that's the case, you, you, you can't have it during the week. But that itself builds an, ex- an enjoyment of it when you can have it. 
And if there's some things I'm going to say, I'll be good there. Sorry, just um, uh, today, it's actually tough. There's uh, the mental health thing, there's one hanging. I just found I got the advertisement. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need it. So again, something which, something which uh, is together, I don't always get, and just and then just because I want it, that doesn't mean I'm going to get it. So then the person realizes something is a privilege, something is a treat, something something to look forward to, and I'll, when I then when I do get it, something I, I can appreciate. How do you balance that or keep kids from feeling deprived? And like a lot of times what ends up happening is, is that they try to overcompensate either when they can't have it or so, later on down the line when like now they can do whatever they want, like then they go crazy. Okay, we'll talk about that. Now, if that's the case, so then the way to to the second point it's not just to build gratitude but rather to build even an enjoyment for things is that a person doesn't have a feeling that of entitlement that it's always mine and I already have it and it's always like that a person who has to work hard to get something or a person who has to save up for it will enjoy it much more than a person who gets it on demand as soon as I want it I got it I don't appreciate anything anymore and therefore, even though it's the nature of parents to give the kids everything, as soon as they want, and of course, no, never say no mentality, but Edson is you're not doing them a favor. Because then there's nothing they'll ever look forward to, there's nothing they'll ever enjoy. Because straight away I get it. And therefore, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's for them, and for their sake too, sometimes not to give it right away, because that way they'll enjoy it more. Now, where are the parameters to do that? In other words, you don't want the child to feel that so my parents never say yes to me. I'm always deprived of my friends of everything I don't have. So what's the right balance? On the one hand, to, to not to get children to feel that they can have everything they want. On the other hand, they're not going to feel that they're left out or that it impacts the feeling that their parents care about them. So the first and easiest answer is, and this is also a answer, and that is, keep it for Shabbos. Keep it for Shabbos. Shabbos is special. And therefore, there should be something special about Shabbos. And if everything is Shabbos, we have every day of the week as well. So then what have I done to make Shabbos special? And therefore, there are, one should identify those foods which are considered a, a, a something special for Shabbos. And if your child asks you, of course, we'll buy it, we'll put it in the closet, we'll keep it for Shabbos. And you can look at it, and you, we can choose the one you want, and just put it away for Shabbos. Number one is the myth of the Raisa. We're not going to. Zachar Seymour Shabbos, the Gemara says, is that. For prepare for Shabbos which means you find something else a mona yafe something nice then you put it aside for Shabbos you make him a kind of mitzvah and if that's the case I'm not telling a child he can't have it he can have it but we keep it for Shabbos it's something special he'll enjoy it much more in Shabbos than if we could have the same thing every day because now it's something you have to wait for and that's something to look forward to and maybe he'll enjoy it much more and therefore the first, the first way to to work on this point is not to say no but there's certain times, there's a special time, and that's when uh, Shabbos is special. We look forward to Shabbos. So we want the child to look forward to Shabbos too. So you give him reasons. That, uh, what, I'm waiting, what am I waiting for Shabbos for? I don't know, for me, what I do is that uh, kids want to choose whatever c- candy or uh, snacks, whatever it is. No problem, come, they'll choose. They'll put it in the class, they'll give it for Shabbos. And Shabbos, you can have it. And then they, then they don't get it whenever they want it. And now it's for Shabbos, but then Shabbos comes in, everyone looks forward to it. Yeah. Um, would it make sense to add a stipulation of like, or at your friend's house? Because if they're at their friend's house, then they serve that candy that they wanted. No, I'm not saying he's not allowed to eat, but if he's asking me to give it to him, so I'm going to say, I'm giving, I'm, I'm, I'll buy it for you, and I'll put it inside for Shabbos. So if he procures it, 
I'm not answering it. No, I'm not answering it. But what he's asking me for, that's a, that's a nice extra. That's not something you don't have to have. So we give him for Shabbos. That might be part of a different point. I'll stop for a different reason, but not because of this issue. The issue of that a child should feel that uh, not everything I want I get, and therefore when I do get something, I'm grateful for it. So then the way to build that is uh, regarding the things that he's asking you for. What he's getting on his own, or his friends are giving him, we'll talk about that separately. So that could be a different category. Okay. There should be something. It has, I don't have to keep everything except for bread and water for Shabbos but I'm going to put something into the Shabbos category there should be something and it's, it's not even for kids it should be for us as adults as well if we're having the same food on Shabbos as the week just because we enjoy it then what's special about Shabbos so yes there should be things which a person feels that I enjoy this and therefore I'm keeping it for Shabbos Shabbos is special that's the money off for the Shabbos and therefore I can afford to give my kids and I'll give them so I'll give them other things in the week it, could, it doesn't have to be the more expensive one. It's just there's something that they don't get whenever they want. It's something which is special for Shabbos. That's the first thing. The second point, some things, is uh, put in the category of, I'll get that for you, but you have to deserve it. And therefore, if you did this, then this would be the price. I know that's what you want, okay. It's not a question of if I can afford it or I can't afford it. I can afford it. But it's still, I want the child to enjoy it more. I want him to be happy he got it. Fine, so make it a challenge. So you want me to buy you a new bike? You want a camera? You want whatever it's going to be? Okay. No, let, 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 let's make it a price. I'm, I want you to do whatever it is. And you do that, you'll get the camera. Again, it's not just a way for me conveniently to get the child to do what I want him to do because he wants the camera. It's, and you think about it, he'll enjoy it more. If as soon as he asks for something, he gets it. So then there's no, there's, it wasn't hard to get. And he doesn't feel, oh, wow, I got it. No, of course. I just ask straight away. It's delivered. Right, but if you have to work on it and it takes, you, know, you have to put an effort and uh, wow, this was the reward. Well, you, know, you did a good job. You're getting a prize. It's, it's much more enjoyable. And then a the person appreciates. The person appreciates it because something which we take for granted we don't appreciate. It's only something which I had to think, wow, it's a big deal. I got it. Wow, it's something special. So then that's something I, I'm grateful for. And that's something I enjoy. And this was the chashash that uh, like we saw at the beginning. When we talk about what our Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us, and He gives us the whole time, we stop appreciating it. Because we just assume it. It's always going to be there. It's non-appreciated food, of course. What's the question? It's, it's always available. And it's only when a person doesn't have something, and then, 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 then no, they have to work to get it, or now they, they were it, whatever the case might be, then, then they appreciate it. Then they appreciate it. This is a psychology true principle as well and that is if a person is wealthy enough to always afford what they want they're not going to enjoy whatever they're buying themselves nearly as much as a person who can't afford it but buys it once as a treat or works saved up for it he'll enjoy the same thing much more and, and then if you're going to ask so who, 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 who got more hana? the person who could afford the iced coffee every day or the person who could save up to buy it once a week Ah. Uh, uh, six iced coffees that I drank just because, just like cold water because it was free and it uh, didn't make me anything to me just whatever I want to take and more enjoyable than the one time this was a special treat that I looked forward to and I, and I saved every drop yes Lord but for sure that if your person is going to be more grateful and appreci- more appreciative of something which wasn't necessarily they had to get that wasn't necessarily coming to them and therefore on the one hand even though parents want to give their children everything even though parents want to give their children everything 
but you also want to get happiness. And the way to not to do, not to, uh, this, what to avoid, what not to do is give them everything, because they're designed to be happy about. They're designed to look forward to. They're designed to enjoy. And therefore, as the text says, that uh, sometimes no, you can't have it now. You can have it later. Now, again, to say you can never have it, so then you, you, that's not what we want to do either. And this is a problem with it. If it's something which is not, and something which is no problem with, I don't have to answer it. But to say you can have it as a treat, you can have it when you deserve it, you can have it when you finish something, and this will be your your prize for finishing the passion school or whatever it's going to be, that makes an expectation. That makes something to enjoy, which is be'etzim. Something a person will get more hanar from than just that oh, everything's there straight away. That's the first point. The second point, the person will be more grateful. When I didn't have to get it, and you give me something I didn't have to get, well, thank you very much. Where something which I'm, I'm expecting to get, you, you don't say thank you because you didn't expect, you, you, you thought it was already yours. And again, you see this. You see this. Uh, you, you give your children whatever lunch you're going to give them sandwiches, bread, whatever, vegetables. Okay. Uh, you, get, you, know, you say, by the way, I bought a special chocolate for dessert. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, what, what, uh, until now? Uh, until that was expected. Of course, you, you expected to get into it. No one, no one thinks it's something special. You take something special. Wow, that's, uh, that's something which awakens the person's feeling of feeling gratitude. Now, again, we're the same. We're the same. We don't thank Hashem properly for all the things we feel that we get the whole time. It's something different that we needed. That now we got that. Oh, wow, thank you. Thank you so much, Hashem. Because it's not right, but that's human nature. Okay, and so therefore, like I said, you said the first point is is that you want your children to feel enjoyment in things. You want them to feel grateful for something. That it's something that they're looking forward to. That they're excited about. The eighth is don't give it them straight away. Now there are some times where, and this is a this is drifting to another topic as well. And that is, if it's a question of just keeping it for Shabbos or making it the reward for something, beside it. but there are some times where it's a question of money. And it might be that my child asks me something which is expensive, and it's not an easy thing for me to pay for right now. And now the child is, how much do I have to, how much do I have to you know, work hard or put myself into debt, use that money for other things because I have to, you know, because my child asks me for something. No, 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 no. There are situations like that. that people can't afford everything. And sometimes it's more expensive things. Yeah, and it could be at every age. Normally little kids aren't that expensive. And they get a bit older and they want to go overseas for the summer and they want to go to camp and they want to go to seminary and they want to go to here and they want, they want to dare it to get married. Whatever it's going to be. Yeah, the expenses just go up and up and up. But what's the, what's the parent's response, reaction? And the answer is, once again, that... Now, I'm not talking about babies who don't understand these things, but even little children can understand, and that is, a parent doesn't have everything in the world. My parent isn't a, you know, the multimillionaire, he doesn't have everything. They say, look, look, it's something you want to understand. We have to save up for it. We have to work on getting it. You don't have to be embarrassed to say, I can't give you everything you want right away. No, things are expensive, it's not a priority in life. We have to work on it, we have to save up for it. Again, you, it, 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 that might be the reality, and the person isn't mechuyev to put themselves into debt to provide their children with extras. Necessity is a different question, but extras, the person isn't mechuyev to put themselves into debt for that. But there's a second point that also, and that is people start to value money. Not that they want money, but they value that not everything is automatically free. It's not like, otherwise, uh, of course, everything I want, they just ask, and my parents buy it for me. So there's nothing that's value. 
Mashiach came. Say that's expensive. We have that's something we have to keep for a birthday. Work, 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 you know, save up for whatever it's going to be. It gives value to money. But then again, when a person does get it, then it becomes something which is like an achievement. Wow, I, I managed to save up for it. I managed to get it. This is something that, that makes it more valuable in the eyes of the person who gets it. In the eyes of the person who gets it. And that becomes something worthwhile. I'll tell you a story. Maybe this is extreme, but uh, it was an extreme situation. I have a colleague I work with in a certain place who is a son of one of probably the richest families in the Jewish world, from the Jewish world. And he said when he was growing up, he never realized that they have prices on things in the store. Because uh, what, what, what was the price? You want something, you put, you, you put it, it goes into the account. You never realize things are prices. So it doesn't like to buy fancy, to buy cheap, to buy expensive. It's no idea. I didn't, I didn't realize things are prices. So you just go to the, he says, okay, let's go to the front of the store. And I told the cashier, okay, take it home with you. This is only when he grew up and he came to Eretz Israel and suddenly said, hey, things are prices. Things are more expensive than others. Now, again, that's pretty extreme, I agree. It's not a normal matter. But, uh, just to give that example, someone like that, would they ever appreciate, you know, you're getting the best thing there is? You know, you're something special? Appreciate it? What's the difference? That's that. It's all the same. We just went through. Okay? It's only when I see something has more value, it's more expensive, it's a bigger thing. It's, it's a bigger deal. Okay, then a person sees it in that way, so then then you'll appreciate it more. And if a parent's like an attitude, anything you want, don't, no problem. Okay, so it's all the same to me. I could have asked for something small, I could have asked for something big, straight away I get it. I don't appreciate one more than the other one. But when someone's told, one second, you know, it's, you are, it's expensive. So after it, it'll be a birthday present, it'll be a Hanukkah present, whatever it's going to be, it's not automatic. No, then I, then I'm, I'm giving it value. I'm telling you this is something big, it's not something small. No, if you ask me for, if a, if a kid doesn't realize value, what's the difference between asking for a bouncing ball, asking for a, a bicycle? I want this, I want that. Get this, I get that. I don't feel great about one and the other one. We say, no, the bouncing ball beside is five shekels. The back is a hundred shekels. No, 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 the, you know that you have to deserve. Well, that has to be a big present. Then I've made it a big present. And then he made it. Once I've made it a big present, when he gets it, he'll feel this is something big I got. Uh, the, that itself gives it value. The fact that it's not automatic and it's not free, that gives it value. And the more so, you know, it's something we have to work on. It's, uh, it takes, you, know, you have to serve up for such a thing. Use your pocket money or use your birthday money, whatever it's going to be, save up for it, that gives it more value. Okay? Now, the more value that it has, the more a person appreciates. And therefore, again, it's not just a question of like, if someone can, if a person can't afford it, for sure, you know, the prince of debt, like I said, even if a person can. Sometimes the teach value of things is also helpful, not just as a life lesson, but now that you're giving something the value, okay, it makes it something which is more enjoyed. It makes something which is more a person's grateful for, something which is more appreciated. Yeah? Sherman has highlighted I've seen it the other direction, like closer to uh, what Remy's describing, that I've seen parents that have, you know, tried to be mechanic like that, and what that resulted was in the kids being super obsessive over money. And money means a tremendous amount, and they're always, you know, what we would call hustling, chattering, and talk. To get to getting what you want, the media is money. No, so you can't just use that. I use this as an example. And it's not an extreme. You know, that's, like I said, there are things that I choose. This is something which is, the, uh, uh, it's a big thing which has to be saved up for. But now, uh, it's not like in everything that you have to buy everything. Of course, there are things that parents you do give. That's uh, one thing. Now, how to train your children to have the right attitude to money, we'll talk about, because it comes from a different place. 
and more likely it comes from the way the parents treat money. But that's a different thing we're talking about. But the fact that things have value is an important lesson to learn. And then it matters. Someone who understands value, then it, it, it's, it's not, not everything is the same. It gives the person more to be grateful for.